Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and I'm so glad to be with you today. And we are doing our second week on gender differences and relationships with the opposite sex. And so we did Monday and Tuesday. We talked all about what makes a man feel loved. And we're going to spend today and tomorrow talking about what a woman feels, what makes a woman feel loved. And then on Friday, at the end of this week, we are going to kind of do a wrap up. So I hope you're enjoying these shows and make sure you send them to your friends. We want the world to be a healthier, happier place. And I just want to bless you also in the name of of our Lord. So thank you for being with me today. So what makes a woman feel loved? Well, all the things, men, you have to understand, all the things that you are doing is really creating and establishing security and a sense of belongingness, of being wanted, needed, and desired. It helps women be strong women versus aggressive females and you know, part of, part of the aggressiveness has so much to do with not getting our needs met and being upset and uneasy and unsure. And, and, and that's, that's one of the things that men can do so well in our world. Now, we do this for each other in many different ways. But this is one of the things that, that men, when you really learn what makes a woman feel loved, you will get that softer, kinder, gentler, uh, more beautiful, happy woman. And I think that's every man's goal. I really believe that the majority of men, I mean, we have some men that maybe aren't good men, but the majority of men really want to be successful. And they really want to be successful with the women in their lives, that being their mom, their sisters, their, their wives, their partners, girlfriends, daughters, co-workers, employees. And so when you kind of understand the hardwiring of women, and the very specific things that you can do, you spend a lot less energy doing things that don't work. So let's look at this. What's the first thing that you as a man can do? Well, I want you to think about this. Men give provision and women give love. So what does that mean? Well, providing provision, it's providing an atmosphere where she can feel safe in order to thrive and be all that God created her to be, to be her own best version. The primary way a man provides, obviously, is oftentimes financially. In today's world, most of us women, we might even make more money than our partners do. But it doesn't really make any difference how much money the woman makes. It has a lot to do with how hard that man works and works for her for family, on behalf of her. And, and even if, men, you make less than the women in your lives, it really isn't about that. It's about the strength that you provide. So it's not the amount. It's who bears the burden. And that's a really big deal. 
I want to say that again. It's not the amount of money you make. It's are you bearing the burden? Are you carrying it? Because if she has to carry it and she's in relationship with a man, it's a double burden. It's one thing for a woman to be single and take care of herself or to be single and take care of children. It's another thing to be in relationship with a man and still be bearing the burden for you both. So it's really important that you care about security and that you don't necessarily try to logic it out or rationalize it. You just simply understand women are the weaker sex, and that doesn't mean weaker in terms of uh, less intelligent or emotional strength or spiritual um, acumen. It really has everything to do with our sensitivities. And we are are e- more, much more easily affected than men are. And this is why bearing the burden is one of the greatest gifts you could give a woman, is that you take seriously securing her world, making it a safe place for her. Because when you do that, you will get that really beautiful, soft, happy, affectionate woman. And so it really has so much to do with not the amount of money that you make, but whether or not you care about security. That you're, you're talking about the bills with her, that you, you carry the worry or the concern if we don't have enough money that month to make the payments. You don't have her be the only one that cares. See, women love to help. So in a woman's world, helping, quote-unquote helping financially, is very different than providing for a man. This is very, there's a very distinct difference in a woman's world when the money that we are making is helping our family versus providing for our family. So providing an atmosphere that's not emotionally combative. So remember we talked um, last uh, the uh, prior week about when we talked about gender differences and I gave you the example men of silly putty. And if you remember that's that egg and you opened up the little plastic egg and inside it was a silly putty. And I said, you know, here's the difference. That man is like that hard shell. And inside he's silly putty. So he's got a softness inside, but the world doesn't see that necessarily. He goes out into the world and he takes all kinds of hits. And if you, you know, were to like tap on that egg and, you know, push that egg around, it doesn't really move. It doesn't, it's not really affected. So the difference is women, it's like we don't have that outer shell. We're just the silly putty that goes out into the world and gets marked up and pulled apart and stretched and changed into a whole different shape. And that's the difference. So when you aren't providing a protective shell for her, that you're not a resource, you are not being a, um, an island for her, a safe place for her, what you're going to get is a woman that's trying to create that outer shell so that she's not so affected by her world. That's when we get more aggressive, hardened women. And it takes away from their beauty. Now, you, you've, if you've listened to the show long enough or know me, you know I'm a very strong woman. I have majority of my caseload um, are men, and I really enjoy working with men, and I'm, I've been very independent my entire life. I have not been married a great majority of it. 
So I got married very late in my life. So I was single for very, a very long period of time. But the difference is being married and living with my husband is very different than when I was single taking care of myself. That was a different feeling. If I have to feel single in my marriage, that's going to crush me. So it's really important that you recognize that it's providing this atmosphere that is not emotionally combative. You're not pushing around, teasing, poking, you know, that you're really wanting to be kind and gentle with her. Because that's the best way to get the best version of a woman. And I'm not saying doting on her or treating her as a child or these types of things. I just mean kind of softening your voice, taking time to look at her, give her some compliments, tell her how much you love her, how much you need her, how much she adds to your life. And so, and not, you know, just talking in, in one word sentences, but really looking at her and being with her in the moment. And so you want to provide an atmosphere as well, this, in this whole provision thing, that men give provision, women give love, that you're providing an atmosphere where she's able to love, to nurture, support the people that are most important to her without it being belittled or minimized in its importance. So you want to be very careful that you don't say things like, why do you even care about that? Why, who cares if your girlfriend is being a jerk today? What different? Okay, so your, your mom's always that way. That's not the atmosphere you want to provide for her. What you want to say to her is, I'm sorry you don't deserve that. You're an amazing person, and I love you, and I wish that you had a better interaction, and I know it'll be better maybe tomorrow. And those are things that are extremely helpful for women. So you really take seriously how important it is for her to connect. Remember, one of her number one needs is connection. She needs that relational connection. And when her relationships aren't working, it hurts her a lot. Men, men tolerate that much better. That, that's just kind of the way God made you, and I'm glad for it. But we really get upset insecure, very, really, we end up ruminating a lot when our relationships aren't working. So you also want to provide a home where things, quote unquote, work, okay? So that she can care for those that she loves. One of the most amazing things that men can do is make sure that the home she lives in is working. So you may be able to tolerate the light not going on, or the air conditioning not really working very well, or the garage door doesn't open, or she doesn't have enough covered space, the, these types of things, that the floor is coming up in the kitchen, the carpet, you know, doesn't look, doesn't look right. These types of things, because a woman, her home is a reflection of who she is. Her car is a reflection of who she is, where she is in her office, her appearance. And so these things, where, where men are kind of an island unto themselves, I mean, maybe you could live in a cave, but if you lived in a cave with a woman, she would begin to make it be a home. So one of the greatest things you could do for her, to provide for her, to support, is to really make sure her environment works. Her car works. The house, the appliances, that she has what she needs to be able to care for the people she cares for. 
And lastly, really providing an atmosphere that honors her workspace. Because many times women, we kind of live all over the place in our homes. We, we don't necessarily always have a space. And so you really want to honor that. And if that's just the bathroom where all her makeup is, if that's her closet, and you make a really cool closet for her so it gets, she can organize it if she wants to, but she, she knows where her things are and they're honored is a really important way to help a woman feel loved. So let's talk about this second one. One of the things that really helps women feel loved is that you are not derailed by all of her feelings and her moods. Now, I want men to be affected by how a woman feels, but it's different to care about how she feels than to be mad about how she feels or frustrated or disgusted or exhausted by it. I'm sure, men, that the majority of the women in your life are pretty together in many ways. You know, they certainly, um, everybody has things we're working on. But you want to really make sure that, that you are being a strength without being like a concrete wall. So when she's having all these different feelings, she's not feeling very good. She's upset about what happened at work. She doesn't like what's going on with the kids. She got in a fight with the neighbors. So-and-so didn't call her back. These types of things. And so she's not just happy that you want to be able to handle that. And you don't want to add to the angst of her world by being mad at her or disgusted by her feelings or minimizing them and saying, come on, just get over it. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Can't we have a good time tonight? That if you give her a moment and care about those feelings, you don't have to fix them. Women, we, we've been fixing our own feelings for our entire life. It isn't about fixing. It's caring. And I can't tell you how many times I say to my uh, male clients, I say to them, if the only thing you ever do for a woman is care about what she cares about, you'll be amazed at how well your life is with her. You just care about what she cares about. You don't have to take it on and fix it, make it go away necessarily. A lot of that is her doing her life. So you care about what she cares about. Because you have to understand, women have feelings and thoughts all the time. All the time. And they are attempting to manage all of it. Something is always popping up. Remember we talked about the other week about gender differences, the pop-ups that women have? That our minds are always doing something and men compartmentalize? Well, we're not able to do that. So something's always popping up, either within or from an external, an, an external trigger. So it's very difficult for us as women to just let it go. We have to really work on that. It's difficult to determine the level of importance because we kind of care about everything. I wish I could turn that off sometimes. I really do. So this is what men can often help us with. If, if we are taken seriously and it's done in love, we are much better able to let go of things. See, women are hardwired to be affected by their world. That's one of the things you love about us. So it isn't this, like, switch that we could turn on or turn off. I wish. I wish we could. I'm affected by my world. So many times, if women aren't supported, the effect the world has on them is exhausting. And this is where we get women that are trying to harden themselves so they're not so affected 
And they're not happy women. And they're not as beautiful as they could be. So this is one of the things that men love about women is how reactionary we are. You love making us laugh. You love all, you know, all those things that men do to get a reaction out of a woman. You want our bodies to react to you, our hearts to react to you, our minds. You want us to laugh at your jokes, right? Men love how reactionary women are, but the problem is sometimes they only want positive reactions. And that's, that's not possible. So you want to be able to just say, this is what women are. This is what they do. So like I said to the women about men, I'll say to you men, you're attracted to women. You like women. You wanted a woman. You've got a woman. So you want to appreciate all the differences. Practice having those really good boundaries. So you don't have to withdraw or, or harden up that you can just observe. You can be curious. You can go, you know, that's what women do. They're wonderful creatures. So one of the most loving things a man can do for a woman, the one he loves, is to stay the course. That doesn't mean you're unemotional. It means that you enjoy having a woman and not wanting her to be a man. Because many times men, you know, you want us to be just like you, except sexually, right? So you want to really accept the female gender completely. God was very happy when he made Eve and gave Adam a gift. You have to remember, women, we were the last thing to show up on the planet. The very last thing, the most refined thing, and a very special thing to God. It was his crowning glory. So you want to honor that. You want to recognize the women in your life are gifts to you. Even if they're not on their best, you know, they're not doing their best. They're still a gift. Because when you stay the course and you care, you still stay gentle, you care, you don't try to fix it. This really helps women, quote unquote, right themselves. It helps us get ourselves right side up again. Because we can get ourselves in this world upside down, inside out, and backwards very quickly because of how affected we are. So a man can be a very stabilizing reference point. This is similar to what God provides for us as our leader. God is our leader. He stays the course. He holds the line. And he's kind and gentle at the same time. He can maybe take down an entire nation, and he can still stand beside us while we're crying. So God never changes. He's always the same. It doesn't mean he's not affected by us or that he is unemotional. God is a very emotional God and very much a strong tower for us. Very much a stabilizing force. So that's, that's the male side of God, that, that you hold that, that you reflect that, so that the woman in your life can really, truly be a woman and not have to compensate. So here's another thing that makes a woman feel very, very loved that the man in her life is a grown-up about sex. 
and how he acts sexually. Now, what does this mean? He doesn't act like a little boy when he's making sexual advances. He doesn't do the grabby thing all the time. Maybe he asks permission to touch his wife or girlfriend, understanding that he's breaking into her world. And she may not enjoy or appreciate the distraction the same way he does. So it's very understandable that you want what that woman has because God made you that way. You're supposed to desire her. And she needs to be desired. That is one of the needs that a woman has, is to be seen, be wanted, be desired. You just kind of have to be a little bit careful how you do it so that you get that version of her that you want. So I want to make sure that, you know, a a good man doesn't pout when she doesn't want to be sexual. Now, when I talk to women about sexuality, I really talk to them about the way God made men. And that this is their one of their primary driving forces. This is where their power lies. This is what sexuality for men makes him feel like a man. And so we as women need to really, really respect that and honor that and recognize that we are not made that way. We are responders. We're responders. We're reactors. That doesn't mean we don't have a sex drive, absolutely. But it doesn't mean that we necessarily get there as quickly. We may need a little coaxing, a little patience, a little encouragement. And the more you don't take it personally, that she's like, oh, honey, I don't think I want to right now, Mm, really. And you don't take that personally, you really help her to be able to be that partner for you. So women have, you have to understand that that women have something going on in their bodies all the time. There's always a feeling somewhere, a physical feeling, an emotional feeling. Our bodies are doing something all the time. We're constantly having to manage our bodies. Men are not as complicated in this way as women. So we are always thinking something. We're always feeling something, right, emotionally. And then physically, there's something always going on. For men, they rarely notice their body unless they're sick or being sexual. Otherwise, men kind of ignore their bodies. They, they don't have nearly the complication that women have. And so when they're sick, they get really vulnerable. When women are sick, we just keep moving on because we're always dealing with something. So recognize that her body is very different than yours. Our bodies are very complicated. So it makes us experience our world very differently. So these, these first three, I'm going to review them again. This is that men give provision and women give love. So men provide atmosphere for women. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to make more money than she does or be more successful than she is. But your presence is that of a provider. That's what God does. That's the, that is the God of the universe is what he is constantly providing for us. And remember, you're not always derailed by our feelings and our moods and that you act like a grown-up when it comes to sex. So we're going to do the next ones tomorrow about what makes a woman feel loved. So I'm so glad that you joined me today. We're going to start tomorrow with, he does things for me simply to make my life easier and better. He wants to relieve my stress. That's the one we're going to start with tomorrow. That's a good man. So I'm so glad you listened today. 
I want to make sure that you um, go to the website, CynthiaHyatt.com, and check out the shows. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T dot com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.